Welcome to TSN Radio's coverage of Euro 2020. Jim Taddy here. Our second match this day is another one from Group F with the defending Euro winners, Portugal, taking on Germany. Germany has yet to win a match this tournament, and it won't be easy as Portugal stands in their way. Let's take you now to Munich. Here with the call from BBC, Ian Dennis and George Cummins. But Portugal know that if they can get the three points here, they will qualify. So the incentive is, uh, is quite clear. Although their last win actually against uh, against Germany was back in Euro 2000. They've only beaten Germany once in the last 36 years. That's something that they're going to have to try and put to bed. It's his own personal voodoo that Cristiano Ronaldo will be looking to try and banish as well. The fact that he's never scored against, uh, against Germany. But so much anticipation of what is a, a hot afternoon in, uh, in Munich and Anthony Taylor gets the game underway and Germany in the white shirts and black shorts playing from left to right Do you know why they're playing left to right? Little psychological war game starting already Ronaldo won the toss and you don't see this very often in the modern game the change ends Is that right? Yeah, so Germany will not be attacking the home goal with the home end in the second half Right Neil Lennon with the, uh, the superb insight already in the opening stages as Germany are attacking cross from the left-hand side and it's cleared away by Carvalho. They were trying to get forward down that, uh, that left. It was uh, Kai Havertz who uh, might be in once more and in the end he barges into the back of, uh, of Pepe. Giving him a nice reminder in the early stages. Doesn't take much for Pepe to go down these days, though, you know. Yeah, I mean, what a great centre-half he's been over the years. I know he has his histrionics and that, but he has been absolutely outstanding for Portugal. Well, he is uh, he's getting on now, isn't he? 38 years of age, but what a terrific servant he's been. It's his 117th cap for his country. As Rui Patricio is going to take the free-kick for Portugal, aimed towards Ronaldo, leaps in the air, comes up the chest of Jota, Bernardo Silva is up with him towards the right-hand side, behind is Fernandes, this is Bernardo Silva, actually plays it past Semedo, and in the end it was Pepe, with the years of experience and the anticipation, he just comes across, slides forward on the cover for the right-back, good defending. Yeah, a little bit of a misunderstanding, Semedo went too early, and the ball ends up, he run past the ball, but Pepe had read the situation and again that's what he, he brings to the team. Even at 38, I, I thought in the Euros, the last Euros, Ian, he was unbelievably good. You know, we, I know we talk about he has to save this game, but when he puts his mind to it, he can be an outstanding centre half. Tell you what will be interesting as well, Neil. Um, good atmosphere from the 14,000 supporters inside the, uh, the arena in Munich. But it's about 31 degrees this evening. And of course UEFA have stipulated that at 32 degrees you'll have the opportunity as we witnessed in Budapest for a break, a cooling break. But it's just a shade under that, uh, that mark of 32. So uh, whether it's left to the discretion of the, uh, the referees, but I mean that's a very, very hot temperature to yeah. have without a break. Yeah, you're spot on. And I, I don't see the difference of one degree really, no. you know, they should have it anyway. Hummels forward out towards 
Matthias Ginter. Let's get an update on Exeter Sale. Chris Jones. Sale has scored a try, Denno, right back in it as well. Came straight from a restart, brilliantly taken by Reed. Gave it to Tom Curry, Van Rensburg in at the corner. Well converted. Exeter 15, Sale 10, 12 minutes to half time. Winners will meet Harlequins at Twickenham next week. BBC Radio 5 Live. It's the Euros. Glad of your company. It's Portugal nil, Germany nil. And Ginter, one of the three central defenders, all the way back to Manuel Neuer. It was his 100th start against France, the first as a goalkeeper to reach such a, a milestone. Talk about fabulous servants. I remember being in, uh, in Sweden in 2009, he was one of several part of that very successful under-21 Euro-winning team that went on to great honours with the senior side as Rudiger forward out towards the left-hand side for, for Gosens back with Rudiger once more hope he's had a bite to eat before the game keep his appetite at bay it's the uh, the ball forward now with uh, with Muller out towards Kimmich on the right-hand side Ginter passing the ball quite quickly Germany white shirts black shorts playing from left to right Gosens waits for the ball inside it goes this is a uh, Gundogan to Gnabry, inside now to Muller, first touch, just got a little bit of an, an option there for Guerrero, in comes the cross from Ginter, what a teasing ball that was, and kept alive with the far side, and Germany take the lead. There's going to be a bit of controversy about this game because Portugal are looking for a handball in the build-up, but I don't think it was deliberate, that's all. Robin Gosens with the finishing touch. Oh, is it this allowed? VAR will intervene and have a look. Anthony Taylor is surrounded by Portugal players. Maybe offside actually from the cross. So here he loses it. Hits him on the hand as Guerrero follows in on the tackle. Right. That is tight. Well, Gnabry was in maybe in an offside position, but Gosens wasn't. As he ghosted in at the far post. Now they're appealing for a handball against Muller, but that's a long way back before the cross comes in, it wasn't like Muller supplied the cross, VAR will be having a look. VAR I think are having a look if the Gnabry's offside or not. It was a hell of a ball in from Ginter as well wasn't it? It was, right it was such a teasing ball. ball. So there is, VAR is having a goal check. Yes, disallowed. And it is disallowed. We welcome listeners to the BBC World Service, wherever you are in the world, good afternoon to you and you join us as Germany have just had a goal disallowed after five minutes Robin Goosens with a, an acrobatic effort on the left-hand side after a terrific whip ball in and uh, it's a shame because it was a terrific finish from the oh, left that was a great goal and a uh, great ball in, great finish hey, Germany have started well here you? you know they're on the front foot they're passing it as you said very crisply and um, I wouldn't say Portugal look a bit rattled because you know, they're battle hardened but there's definitely Temple and energy, it's all come from the Germans at the moment. Germany then will try and shrug off that early disappointment. Kimmich with a crossfield ball. Gosens knocks it back to Rudiger. They really are on the foot foot though, uh, a Germany nil-nil in, uh, in Group F. Later on, we have got for you Spain against Poland in Group E. As here is Gnabry. 
Getting the ball from out from underneath his feet into the penalty area goes. Canabry forced out wide, checks back, scoops over the cross. Caught though by Patricio, all in yellow. Germany looking very threatening. Brilliant. But the, the problem the Portuguese have is when, when the ball's going in the wide areas, they're not stopping the balls. Danilo Ward, Carvalho as a defensive midfield player, not stopping the balls going into the striker's feet. And they're getting a lot of momentum Germany from you know coming in wide, in the central, and then out again. It's a really great start, you know, it's a high quality performance so far. And as that cross was played in by Gnabry, once again it was Gosens coming in from the left wing back. He's getting into very attacking positions. We've made that run into a central area. Portugal will be just trying to slow this game down a little bit to try and get some early control wrestle it back in their favor because uh, Germany have started very very strongly in the opening seven minutes Pepe hits a ball forward flag stays down Fernandez into the penalty area might go towards Jota flag now goes up it's a real it's a pet hate of those yeah, yeah, listen I've talked about it ad nauseum it really does my head you know just put the flag up and yeah. you know nothing's going to happen especially when it's as clear as oh, that yeah I mean it's three or four yards Nil-nil, Gundogan, now with Ginter, Ginter trotting forward, Portugal just retreat, hits the ball out towards the left-hand side, brought down off the chest of Gosens, delivers it in low, cleared away by Pepe, held further away by Semedo, the right-back. But because Portugal is sitting quite deep, when that ball bounces just outside the centre circle, all the time in the world for Gundogan to bring the ball under control, and Germany have it once more. Now laid off towards Gosens, left-hand side. Nudges the ball back. Kroos, Gundogan, Kroos once again. Now it's with Hummels, the central figure of that three-man defence. Ginter once again quite high up the pitch, allows Kimmich to go on the inside of him. Here is Kimmich, back now towards Gnabry. Ginter had stayed out wide, but as the return ball was played to him, a little bit flat-footed, couldn't keep it in play. John Denno, they're doing things they weren't doing in the first game against France, so you make the point about Goosens coming into the far post. I saw a lot of crosses going in on against France, and you know the wing-backs weren't coming in on the far side. And the other thing is, you see Ginter there, playing a lot higher, he will, he will go again. There is Havertz, Havertz with a shot! Patricia with a save on the follow of Gnabry, Patricia again there, Gnabry keeps it alive, pulls the ball back, and Danilo will bring the ball away out of the penalty area. Only as far as Kimmich, Germany really are going for Portugal here. The defending champions, well, like a boxer tucked away in the corner, they just can't get out. In comes the cross from Ginter, Muller rides up his chest, and Danilo able to get the ball away. But they're having to take a lot of the shots of Portugal at the minute, they're having to really, really dig deep. Terrific start from Germany. Oh, that's fantastic. And this is from a Portuguese throw. Miscontrolled by Jota. Good pressing from Ginter. Lovely little layup from Muller and Havertz with a lovely strike. Gnabry's almost... Uh, it's great goalkeeping to prefer from Patricio to sort of force Gnabry away from goal. He should do better with the, the cutback. But, yeah, Portugal... They look a little... Well, they are rattled. But they've been here before. Problem for Germany is they're in the ascendancy. Can they score to just give them a psychological lift? Yeah, well, already they've. Uh, you think that we've had both France and Germany only had one shot on target the other night. From a German point of view, it is their lowest in terms of shots on target since they played Spain back in 2008. Well, they're certainly trying to make amends because the opening 10 minutes you'd certainly award to points on Germany, but the crucial scoreline is the fact that it's still nil-nil as uh, Danilo for the uh, the red of, uh, of Portugal right at the centre circle. Passes the ball then towards Ruben Diaz. He's got to be careful. He's on a yellow card, as is 
Joshua Kimmich for uh, for Germany. Downward header by Carvalho. He was forward. Jot has lost the ball, and Germany really are up for this now. Ball played back towards uh, Hummels, and now with uh, with Ginter. Ginter hits the ball long, brought on the cut out of the air by Havertz, and might well have been fouled there by Piero, but Anthony Taylor, the referee, just gives the free kick without taking any action. But it's uh, a really, really good pace being set by uh, Germany in the early stages. And Kimmich now switches play. Gosens plays the ball back. Kroos comes on the inside. Kroos to the edge of the area. Out towards Gosens. Into the penalty area. With a cutback. Kroos with a shot. That was blocked by Ruben Diaz. The ball breaks now towards Bruno Fernandes. Portugal now might be able to come forward. And the ball now is with Joshua on the halfway line. A rare opportunity in these opening, what, 11 and a half minutes for Portugal to try and get forward. Such has been the start and the tempo that's been set by Germany. Ian, that was magnificent football again. And um, that's twice now Kimmich has uh, swept the ball from one side of the pitch to the other. Brilliant bit of interplay between Goosens and um, Tony Cruz. Cruz breaks the lines, slips in Goosens on the outside, keeps going. Goosens gets to the byline, cuts it back. And he's so unlucky, Cruz, not to score. Really good defending, I think it was from Diaz. But, you know, they're going to have to do something about this, take this thing out of the game, Portugal, because they're swarming all over Portugal at the minute. It's all Germany. There's that ball again, Ian, do you see that? Yeah, Kimmich into Havertz, Muller back towards Havertz once again. Havertz at the minute, he's popping up in areas, and there's the game, they hunt the ball back, Gundogan. Portugal, you're right, Neil, they are rattled, but Havertz is popping up on the left, central. He's, he's, he's finding a lot of space. Yeah, but they're not... Portugal, Cavario and Danilo aren't stopping those balls going into the, into the spaces. You know, the two centre-halves are deeper, and these, these guys like Havertz and Gnabry are coming off the centre-halves, and those balls are going straight into their feet, and all of a sudden, the Portuguese midfield has to turn around and face their own goal. There's another shot coming in. Muller with an effort. I mean, It's Kim unbelievable, the start. You know, it's it chance is. after chance after chance. Looked like Kimmich was actually offside there. I mean, he was very, very high. He was well offside, actually. But again, the wing-backs really are getting forward, getting high, and getting into very good attacking positions. Muller with the, the shot that was saved by Patricio. Well, I actually, going into the tournament, I actually fancy Germany. And this is the Germany that I, I was expecting to see, not the one that, you know, really didn't perform against the French the other night. And let's not, get it, let's not get it wrong here, they're playing against an excellent side here in Portugal and they're way ahead of them in terms of pace, tempo, quality. Although, will it be a nil-nil? Portugal will be happy so far, but not the way they're playing. Yeah, well, Kimmich has now floated the ball forward. Gnabry trying to head the ball back into the path of Havertz on the edge of the area. Still in and around the penalty area. Kimmich is coming forward, stabs it towards Muller, slides into the challenge, wins that challenge as well. And it, does it go behind for a corner kick? Yes, it does. They are on the ropes. Portugal on the ropes, and they can't get out of the corner. Yeah, but Germany are playing like men possessed as well. You know, Kimmich has been outstanding so far. Look at that for the tackle. Muller on Diaz. Puts them over the end line, so they're really up for this. They're obviously taking a lot of criticism, and they're bouncing back with this. Going to be a corner kick to Germany. Cheered on by the, the clapping German support. In comes the corner, headed out by Ronaldo. He was back there. Now maybe oh, a break could be on. Bernardo Silva. He's got Ronaldo going ahead of him. Bruno Fernandes and Jota also in forward positions. Diagonal cross. Jota oh. onto the chest. Jota. Oh, that's magnificent. Magnificent. On the counter attack. Magnificent. That's a sucker punch. And totally against the run of play. Ronaldo gets the goal that gives Portugal the lead. But you have to feel for Germany. 
Roger. And there was Ronaldo from close range. Ian, we could see that coming 60 yards away. Where were the Germans at the defensive side of the game? All of a sudden, you know, look at Ronaldo. Look at look at the run he makes. Ian, it's a straight run through the middle of the pitch. Bernardo Silva and Fernandez are there. What a ball. He's onside, Jota. Beautifully made a pass from Bernardo Silva to Jota's chest. He's unselfish, he could have finished, but he didn't. He cut it back from Ronaldo to top of it. That is an absolutely magnificent counter-attack in football. Magnificent. Neil, it was Ronaldo's header in yes. his own penalty yes. area that set it so all up. Everyone's saying he's this, he's that. He's just ran 80 yards at full pelt to get on the end of that. The guy is just a phenomenon. We'll probably never see the legs of him again. We should enjoy him while he's still here. Well, he's incredible. He really is. The other day, it was his 39th appearance at a major finals. It was an all-time record for a European player, overtaking Bastian Schweinsteiger. He's now just scored his 19th goal at a Euros and a World Cup, and it equals the record of Miroslav Klose. I mean... He just loves it, Ian, doesn't he? He just loves the big occasions. And, you know, he's been doing this for, what, 20, 20 years at the top level. But his desire... One to head the ball and then go and break and sprint 80 yards. It's just magnificent. And if you are a German now and you're thinking for the 15 minutes there was only one team who was in it, one team that looked like they were going to score, and yet in the blink of an eye you find themselves a goal down. But can I just say, you know, and this is something you would never point at a German team, how naive they were from defending that corner. Or sorry, you know, get it, but you shouldn't leave yourself. One thing the Portuguese do brilliantly is counter-attack. And they got sucker punched, no question. Um, but what a game it is already. Oh, it's brilliant. But once again, that frailty at the back for Germany is, uh, is costing them um, only three clean sheets in 15 games this season. And that's where they do struggle. They, they've struggled defensively, but Ronaldo, I mean, he's, you can only admire the man. Oh, yeah. he's, just a, he's just wonderful. He's just, what is he, 34, 35, playing at the top level, makes a lung-bursting 80-yard run to get on the end of it. Talk about desire. Yeah. A lot of players would be retired by now, you know, hugging up the records, saying, look, what a career I've had. This guy just doesn't want it to end. Yeah. But I can't put into words, and you're better, you're far better wordsmith because you're a good commentator. It's really difficult to describe the quality of that counter-attack. It was just beautiful to watch. Yeah. Ball played over the top now. This is when a shot was fired in low, saved by Patricio. He's had an impressive start as uh, Robin Goosens of, uh, of Atalanta really caught hold of that, just skimming across the, uh, the top of the surface. So that's an athlete and a great commentator. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't, don't get ahead of yourself like that. There's a lot of people in this game. Let's get an update from the Rugby Exeter Sale, Chris Jones. Just gone half-time here, Deno Exeter 22, Sale 13 at the break. Jack Knoll with Exeter's third try, the Van Redsburg score, and Dupria Boot keeping Sale in it. So Chiefs in control on course for the Twickenham final, but after what happened earlier at Bristol, there'll be no Exeter fans getting too excited yet. Exeter 22, Sale 13, winner faces Harlequins next week. Thanks, Chris. BBC Radio 5 Live. Also on the world service, Portugal lead by a goal to nil. The worry from a, a Germany point of view, we've had, what, 22 games in the tournament so far. There's only one team that's actually come from behind to win a game, and that was Belgium against Denmark. So, certainly 
this in this tournament that we've witnessed that first goal so crucial and from a Portugal point of view I'd actually like to see it back to see actually how many touches that there were from Portugal oh, players it may have been maybe four or five at yeah. the most it was class and Chota did brilliantly in the end and all because he could have shot, taken the shot on but he didn't he had the awareness to pick out Ronaldo for it to happen 19 minutes played we're in the company of Neil Lennon on BBC Radio 5 Live and it's 1-0 to Portugal who now with the goal scorer Ronaldo lifts the ball forward Bruno Fernandes playing the ball towards uh, Semedo back then with uh, with Pepe six, six, seven touches wow seven touches over 80 yards you know it's incredible brilliant counter attack yeah, I love counter attacking goals but Germany will be kicking themselves for allowing that to happen from their own corner well that's just devastating isn't it from, from Ronaldo to head it out set within seven touches to then score from close range the way that he did but it, it's his running ability in as well he, want, he wanted to go the, the whole distance and in the end he gets rewarded through his teammates but the run and the desire to get there is he does that a lot as well defensive corners he's a real asset for Portugal you know when his aerial ability to be able to cross and defend and crosses or corners he's brilliant Germany still dominating but they are behind in terms of the uh, the actual pattern of the game nothing really has changed it's uh, Germany who have the greatest share of the possession uh, but it's Portugal who lead by uh, by a goal to nil in Munich 20 minutes played Ginter back with uh, with Neuer luminous green Kroos will pass the ball back to him at this stage now there are four red shirts spread across the pitch so they're trying to prevent Germany from passing the ball out ball was floated up towards Kimmich then he knocks it back towards Ginter who now just starts to come forward just slowed down a fraction Germany was so much on the front foot before they fell behind Rudiger now to Muller back with Rudiger over the halfway line now to uh, to Gosens the go-to man if you like on the uh, the left-hand side back once more Rudiger steps forward he's got to try and get past Bruno Fernandes they try to get past that uh, left-hand side ball cleared forward up towards Ronaldo up against Hummels can't roll or oh, oh love it flick skills are coming oh. out now for Ronaldo this is to Jota once again Jota with a shot takes a deflection off Ginter but the reverse look clawed out by Neuer didn't keep the ball from going behind for a corner kick he's looking one way he's flicked it oh, yeah. he's in the mood isn't he this is Ronaldo and Blake three four years ago he is in the mood tonight look at that little touch <laughs> oh it's wonderful to watch he's given the eyes and uh, played it, an outside of the foot flick it's brilliant yeah I've got a I've got an advert for, I'm not into into marketing for uh, for uh, the products of, uh, of soft drinks as the corner now is played in towards the far post and headed back by Ruben Diaz and, and there are other products available but if I worked for that company that he removed those two bottles the other day I would use that and I'd just say not needed Ronaldo's yeah. the real thing oh I like it yeah or I would get messy to endorse it instead <laughs> <laughs> listen we've got problems here Germany defensively I don't I didn't like that last one where uh, towards that, that, that counter-attack again Ronaldo was 1v1 with Hummels and then they've almost conceded from a, a short corner yeah so they need the concentrate having the ball going forward to look good 
but they're leaving themselves a little bit naive in defending and with a team of this class Portugal will punish them again Kroos, Ginter coming onto the ball Kimmich is ahead of him right hand side closed down by Jota Portugal lead by a goal to nil Kimmich dancing around the ball Jota standing still back it goes towards uh, Kroos in comes the cross headed away Jota on the left hand side didn't keep it in play I don't think it'll be a Germany throw but Germany is still trailing midway through the first half you can always tell when you're enjoying a game because it, fl it just flies yeah, by it's a magnificent game honestly that it's so high quality and Kimmich then to take the throw back it goes Hummels forward Rudiger coming on to the ball now in a more central position now it's with Kroos Ginter in comes the cross oh it's come off a slice left foot from Ruben Diaz and it's gone over behind his crossbar behind for a, a corner kick could have gone anywhere there yeah just bounced up awkwardly from but um, you know Slung they, they just got to be careful to come too predictable Germany can just start to cross the ball got to keep the variations of their attacks going but they've got a corner ready this one so it's a corner on the left hand side Cross to take it for Germany, in it comes, and cleared away by Ruben Diaz, followed back by his Manchester City teammate Gundogan, Gnabry keeps the ball in play on the right-hand side, looking for an equaliser, on the outside of Guerrero, on the inside, crosses across the face of goal off his left foot, and goes all the way through and out for a goal kick. I don't know, I think I'd get lucky when I come here to Radio Fed, because the game's up, I'm watching this... You know, in the time coming back have been unbelievable. Can't take your eyes off this for a minute. No. Gnabry twisted and turned Guerrero, and maybe Hummels could have got a touch on it. All it needed was a nick and it would have been in the back of the net. But the pace of the game that Germany are sort of incentivizing is magnificent. He's never actually scored for Germany in Germany, and common sense is prevailing because just a shade under the 32 degrees in Munich, but uh, quite rightly, we've got a a cooling break so there is a stoppage in play for the players to take on some liquid refreshment and get some uh, and get some water um, but of course it was his own goal the other day so he's um, the first German to score at both ends in uh, a major competition Mats, uh, Mats Hummels when that own goal went in against France but they've, they've had the opportunities in Here this it is, game we're watching the goal again look at him go in look at Ronaldo through the middle there he's watching he's watching then you'll see the change of pace as he takes Havertz away it's just magnificent counter attack and football the guy's a genius he's so football intelligent as well but I have to say Bernardo Silva Jota they played a huge part in the goal as well I was listening to him the other day and uh you're in awe when he when he talks because the way he was talking about how he's is is not the same player how he's adapted how he's adjusted from being you know 18 to now 36 uh -huh. and wherever you know whatever his next challenge is is going to be you know that he's going to embrace it because that's what the individual is about just sheer de desire yeah he challenges so he's in the best physical condition best mental condition allied to that he's got you know the football ability of a god and he, he has not abused his talent in one bit he has made he's rinsed every drop out of what he has or god given and it's also his first time that he's scored against germany 23 shots previously but he's now chalked that one off so the only team where he's actually had a gone played more games without scoring is france with six games and i'm sure he'll have them in his sights 
in, uh, in a few days' time. That is uh, his first goal against Germany. And of course, it takes him just another goal closer towards Ali Dai's record of 109. Takes him to 107 now, so he's within two of becoming the uh, the world's highest international goal scorer in uh, immense football. I mean, that just... just calling the DJ, has got that many records. It's just this, you know, motivation to keep going, keep going, keep going. He's just one of the greatest of all time. Maybe we'll have their own opinions who the favourites are of all time, but he'd be in the back in, in every conversation. Well, play after the drinks break is about to resume. Portugal leading by a goal to nil, have a free kick. Guerrero to take it, the ball in towards Jota, who was running forward about eight yards out, couldn't keep his header down over the top. Portugal still have that slender lead as we approach the half hour. And uh, Germany have going to have to uh, try and, and raise themselves here because a little bit unfortunate they'd started the game so well, but find themselves a goal down. In fair to Germany, though, the response from the goal has been good. You know they've had a you know couple of half chances again. Just wondering if the drinks break would have just taken the momentum out of the flow a little bit and given Portugal a little bit of a respite. Hummels. Oh, Kimmich, Guerrero's dived in, Kimmich round the back, Kimmich in close, too close to the goalkeeper Patricio, who saves inside his six-yard area. Should have done better, Ian, player of that quality, should have done better. Guerrero's made an awful decision to try and intercept the pass. It's left Kimmich beyond the Portuguese back line, but it's a poor cross. Germany win the ball back, Gundogan, central position, passes the ball out. Gosens, left-hand side, cross might have taken a bit of a deflection, edge of the area, volleyed away by... Bruno Fernandes, Ronaldo heads it towards Bernardo Silva but Rudiger and Gosens were back there to try and win it back for Germany you can hear the applause from the German supporters trying to play their part to try and get Germany back on level terms but at the minute as uh, Gosens was fully on the stretch to try and keep that ball in play on the left hand side it goes out of play for a throw don't forget the Daily's Euro podcast the news, the interviews, the analysis available every morning BBC Sounds. I listened yesterday to get a flavour uh, ahead of England-Scotland. You get all the interviews and, uh, in fact, reflecting on England-Scotland, there is a, a bonus episode which is available with Rio Ferdinand and Mark Chapman. And if you missed it on BBC Radio 5 Live early today, that bonus episode will be available to download. Daily Euros podcast will serve all your needs. In terms of the live games, just find 5 Live. As Muller with a cross, Havertz keeps it alive, far and far side, headed away by Ruben Diaz, headed back by Ginter, drops on the edge of the area, Pepe heads it away, it's like head tennis at the minute, as eventually it comes down, and Germany are forced back towards the halfway line as they trail, forward ball by Ginter, Kimmich heads it on, Muller, remember still without a goal at the European Championships, finds Gnabry, Gnabry runs into a little bit of traffic, well, that has run into Ruben Diaz. The, uh, the Portuguese players are suggesting that he might have gone with his stud showing. I think he did. Ruben Diaz is in a lot of pain. It's not full force, but you know the, the left foot is up and it catches him on the top of the ankle on the follow-through, just there. Yeah. Or it might be on the foot even. That's a slow one. <laughs> so uh, Anthony Taylor just having a word 
Ruben Diaz, Pepe was in his ear. That's no real surprise for anybody who knows what Pepe can be like, but thankfully for Portugal and for Manchester City supporters watching on, Ruben Diaz is on his feet and no action taken. But the whistles of Rui uh, Patricio taking his time with a free kick is all in yellow from the right-hand side. He hits it downfield. 15 minutes to go to half-time then on 5 Live and it is 1-0. Gundogan hits the ball early. Muller was on the stretch to try and guide the ball into the path of, uh, of Gnabry. There's a, a Portuguese player who is down. I think it's Pepe. And Pepe is down and Germany have stopped playing rather sportingly. Yeah, I think he's going in for a block tackle with Harvard's got a little bit winded I think Harvard sort of made to put the ball in his hook here or just followed through yeah he's caught Pepe on the side of the hip so the old warrior is going to get some uh, get some treatment and Germany this is what we don't want Ian all these breaks of play because the flow of the game has been so good um, it's real cat and mouse stuff Germany have been absolutely excellent but my worry is at the minute they just look a little bit anxious in, in, on the final bit of play. You know, you've seen the Kimmich cross and there was a pass from Gundogan where they could have counter-attacked but he missed the pass. You just need to take that little bit extra care with the final ball. Pepe's back on his feet. I mean, this, this will suit Portugal down to the exactly. ground. Exactly. And hence the, uh, the hoops of derision from inside the arena in Munich with 13 minutes to, uh, to go to half-time. So, it'll be a, an uncontested drop ball, still feeling his, uh, his ribs as the ball is back with, uh, with Germany. Pepe will come back onto the field of play, there's a consoling tap on the shoulder from Joachim Löw towards uh, Pepe. Kroos towards Gosen's left-hand side, back with Kroos once more. Gundogan is free on the inside. Here is the Manchester City player who just lays it off towards Hummels. Every outfield player is in the Portugal half as Germany play from left to right. Kimmich just in from the right touchline, back with uh, with Ginter. Muller shows himself, guides the ball back out towards Kimmich, back inside for Muller, right corner of the area with his back to goal, infield to Gundogan, now to Ginter, sends over the cross, attacked by Semedo, heads it out, only as far as Kroos, inside to Gundogan, and Germany play the ball back. That line of red shirts on the edge of the penalty area, bounces out towards Ginter, plays the ball across towards Rudiger, Kimmich and Gosens are high and wide on the right and left here is Gosens playing the ball back though towards Kroos once again trying to combine with uh, with Gosens they lose the ball and now Portugal can come forward this is Carvalho forward to Ronaldo short of the halfway line and now with uh, Bruno Fernandes who turns holds onto the ball back with uh, with Ronaldo forward ball looking for the run of uh, Bernardo Silva into the penalty area, tied it up by Rudiger, just took it off his toes at a vital time. Brilliant football, great ball from uh, Fernandez around the back of Rudiger. Rudiger recovered well, but it was a great run from Silva. I think he might have been offside, but Rudiger wasn't the middle of that. But it's real cat and mouse stuff, Ian. You know, Germany dominating, having all the possession. Portugal trying to soak it up and then hit them with a counter-attack. It's, it's fascinating to watch. Here is Muller to Kimmich. Left-footed cross from the right-hand side. Gosens on the volley! Havertz 
Got the touch and Germany are back level with 10 minutes to go at half time. Germany deserved that. It's 1-1. Brilliant. It's up close to your pass again from Kimmich to Goosens. Ball comes right over to Goosens. He volleys it. Smashes it across the face of the goal. Havertz gets across Pepe and gets some sort of deflection. And it totally runs for Patricio. But you can't say they haven't deserved it. Well, he gets across Diaz. But the movement from Germany was a lot better, a lot more direct. Goosen's not mucking about, he's smashing out across the goal. Or maybe an own goal actually, Ian. He might have come off Ramon Diaz at the end. But it's thoroughly opening up the game now, and it's no more than what Germany deserved. That would explain the lack of celebration, the lack of celebration from, uh, from Kai Havertz. Last touch, I think, probably did come off Ruben Diaz. But he was forced to come across and to make the challenge because the run of, uh, of Havertz, Germany won't care about that. At the minute, it is actually saying that Havertz has got the goal. UEFA, but I think on review, they might look at that and it might go down to an own goal. Oh. It's 1-1 and now they win the ball high up and it's Muller sliding in. Pepe has to come across. Pepe's gone down. But Muller had to go for that ball. Yes, he did. He's not the moment. He did in a minute. He's just trying to take the sting out of it, you know. Um, but again, you know, it's great pressure from Germany. Rob Carvalho with the ball. Here we go. Uh, he's caught him late, but just on the toe. Um, I don't know if Anthony Taylor's given a free kick for that or not. Here's the goal again. Great switch again from Kimmich to Goosens. And uh, Pepe got um, attracted by uh, Gnabry. And uh, that's why Havertz was able to get across Diaz for the goal. Well, we were looking forward to the game. It's brilliant. It's lived up to every expectation. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. But that crossfield ball, it's clearly an own goal, just looking at yeah, it again. Yeah, it's off his left shin almost. But that crossfield ball that Kimmich to go since they've tried that on numerous occasions, yeah. haven't they? Yeah, listen, Kimmich, you know, the, the range of his passing, whether it be his right foot or his left foot. And what it does is stretches narrow defences, you know. And Goosen's playing a lot higher up than he did against France, that's for sure. And he's been a real light ball for Germany this afternoon. But yeah, Germany have deserved it, there's no question that. It's just a classic little championship game there. 1-1, five live. About eight minutes to go to half-time. Rudiger. He's had a good game on that left-hand side as, uh, as Robin Goosen sees Sony his ninth uh, cap. The, uh, the Atalanta defender. Of course, very attack-minded. You'd have to be to be part of that Atalanta side in uh, in Serie A, of course. But um, hit it well on the volley, and that's where the goal came from. So, ball played forward by Ruben Diaz over the head of uh, of Ginter. But like you touched upon earlier, Neil, you know, Germany. Yes, they might be frail at the back, but when when they went behind on the sucker punch they've responded well excellent and, uh, you know big question marks would have been asked about them with the position they found themselves in but the way they started the game they've been able to carry that momentum on throughout the first half they've been brilliant to watch and to be fair to portugal they've been brilliant in what they do as well rudiger to cross you can hear the atmosphere for yourself in the music arena in the munich arena one one and the match itself is certainly living up to its star billing. Rudiger forward. Grusens round the back. Plays it towards Muller in the penalty area. Can't float over the cross. Has a second chance. Havertz. Kimmich. Turned in. Germany have turned it around. 
and it might well be another own goal. It is. But it's sheer delight for Germany because moments ago they were trailing by a goal to nil. But the sheer pressure, and it's Guerrero who plays his football, of course, in Dortmund. The unfortunate Portuguese player. But German delight as they lead by two goals to one. It's being checked by VAR. Yeah, I mean, it's Goosens again, you know, breaking down that left-hand side. Semedo is not getting out quick enough. He's cut back to Muller, gets the ball at the second. That may be offside as well, you know, the Havertz touch the Kimmich. The Kimmich is here. Havertz gets a wee touch on it, the goose far post. Kimmich keeps it alive, tries to cut it back to Gnabry. And there's nothing Guerrero can really do about it. You know, he's facing his own goal, comes off his shin, and they find themselves 2-1 up. Look at the run Gnabry makes, it takes the two centre-halves away, and it leaves them... Um, Muller free. They're looking for a potential offside in the lead up to the goal. It could be Goosens, you know, from the original uh, pass from uh, Rudiger. So this is where you're going to have. Does he give it? Stuart Atwell. I think he's given Leon. It. The check is over. Yeah, he's given the it. goal stands and Germany lead by two goals to one. My, my. Germany have been terrific. Coming from behind, they lead by two goals to one now. And Rafael Guerrero, who oh it could be an in again. game. Here is Havertz. Havertz with the block challenge coming in from Carvalho. They've been brilliant, haven't they? It's just the constant pressure that they're depressing Portugal. Carvalho, who is not, I'm a big fan of Carvalho, he's not having a good afternoon at all. He's headed the ball back and he's put Havertz clean through almost with a header. Great covering back from uh, Diaz, I think. but. At the minute they're getting overrun. Hey Orion, have a look at this. This is a Cavalio header. Heads straight into Havertz. He's in the box then. And he makes a good recovery, Cavalio to the fair anti else. It's a corner now. And it's just constant flow, constant pressure from Germany. Portugal are going to have to start thinking about playing longer and getting Germany turned. Because at the minute it's one-way traffic. The worry for Germany is that Muller just got barged into by Pepe and he's gone down holding his left shoulder so for the time being Muller is coming off the pitch he's just trying to roll his arm just to try and get that shoulder joint moving uh, there's a corner kick it's 2-1 to Germany Guerrero who scored for Portugal the other night his first competitive goal for his country now the unfortunate position of scoring an own goal as uh, Germany a 2-1 up, we'll be going to the rugby in a moment, but we'll just stay with this corner kick because two goals in the space of four minutes have seen Germany from 1-0 down lead by two goals to one. Yogi Love will send his players, do not let them counter-attack if they get the first contact. <laughs> Muller wants to come back onto the field of play, the officials at the minute are, are not allowing him to do so. So it's a corner kick to Germany, who now turned it around, 2-1. Kroos with a corner kick, right hand side, Rudiger rises, drops behind, we'll go to Chris Jones watching Exeter Sale. And Sale have crucially scored the first try of this second half, Van Rensburg second, gathering a clever kick through, Exeter 25, Sale 20, in the balance with half an hour to go. Thank you Chris, certainly this is in the balance, Group F would be... Uh, would be very interesting as well you could have France four points Portugal and Germany three and Hungary one going into the final set of group games on Wednesday where Germany play Hungary in Munich and Portugal meet France in Budapest here is Gnabry 
Gnabry running infield in the centre circle of the Portugal half. Back with uh, with Rudiger. Hummels. Kroos. Gundogan. Happy just to stroke the ball between each other in quite a close proximity in the central part of the field. Gundogan now takes over on the halfway line. Gosens, how many times has he been the outlet on the left? Just couldn't quite control that ball. It was around waist height. Semedo now will bring it clear for Portugal. Bruno Fernandes back towards Semedo. Semedo inside now to Ronaldo. Hits it first time. He's looking for Jota. He finds him inside the penalty area. Jota, the angle is narrowing. Forced away. Flag is raised. That's unlucky. What about Ronaldo's vision? Ball comes in them before he, he has a look before the ball comes to them and he plays a beautiful ball round the back of the German back foot uh, three. Great ball. He's in the mood. I mean, when he's in the mood, you've always got a chance. Just seeing that uh, it was, as you quite rightly said, Neil, that they were the check was for, for Gosens on the left hand side. That's why VAR had a look, but. Yeah, but Portugal are going to have to get a grip of that left hand side for Germany. Gosens, Semedo's positional sense of time is awful even from them long switches and he should he should be getting out there quicker to stop pieces there is Havertz edge of the area Gussens is in once again here he is beaten out by the goalkeeper Patricio comes towards Kimmich and there was Carvalho with the clearance for Portugal they've gone really ragged Portugal they're so open but then again they might do something on the counter-attack like this now it's built Bernardo Silva Pepe's ahead of him. Here is Pepe in the penalty area, looking towards Jota. Rudiger slides across. What a game this is! You got a 38-year-old centre-half making overlaps in the final third. It's incredible. What about the desire for him to get up there? Brilliant counter-attack again. I checked what was in that water, by the way. That Pepe just had a little swig during the uh, the, the cooling break. Corner's taken short, and it comes headed away by Hubbles. You're almost incredulous when you said Pepe then, weren't you? Well, it's, it's very rare you see a centre-half when the, the wingers coming in, say, making an overlap to get into the box on a counter-attack. It's just really bizarre, you know? That's why these guys are the greatest players of the era, you know? Just they keep going in. They're so hungry for the game. And then they turn this game into an absolute European classic at the minute. Just to say that Germany's first goal, as we thought, has actually now been credited as a, as a Diaz own goal. So two own goals from Germany's pressure uh, has seen them come from behind to lead Portugal by two goals to one. I have a feeling as well that this is now the most own goals that we've seen in ever in a European Championship. Right? I yeah. think, at the back of my mind, I seem to think now that we've already probably surpassed the. Uh, the tally from from 2016 but uh, we'll leave that for the proper statisticians to check either at half time or full time let's just enjoy the game because uh, we're in stoppage time Portugal one Germany two and it's a free kick the additional time is going to be three minutes that's what we uh, are into now free kick to Portugal Ronaldo's trying to wriggle away from Havertz that wall of white shirts on the edge of the area in comes the free kick now Havertz is the one who heads it Gnabry lets the ball bounce and then got the shout from Müller, Ephraim, Neuer rather and the German goalkeeper gathers that ball in that's poor from Fernandez. the delivery was poor, it was too flat and you got the big boys up from the back, you're a real threat and uh, Pepe's just giving him a mouthful on the way back to his position the previous five matches between these two have produced 17 goals 
they're, uh, they're certainly matching the average, aren't they? Once oh, yeah. again, we've had three so already in this when we approach half time. Just the mindset of both the teams is fantastic. I do think they've got a problem, Portugal, with the, the two big boys in the centre midfield. They're getting played around quite a lot and played past, and that may be something Santos will look at at half time. Semedo, of course, wouldn't be playing if Cancelo hadn't withdrawn because of, uh, of Covid. But every time I, I'm looking across towards that far side, he keeps being sucked in field, the Semedo, which creates the the space for, for Gosens. Yeah, he's getting attracted. Look, sometimes you could be in the half and half, you call it half and half position, where you're sort of close, get five yards from your centre half, but always able if the ball goes across you to get out there quickly. He's not getting out there quickly enough here. I think he's a good fullback going forward. I'm not sure about him defensively, he's getting shown up here. Here is uh, Carvalho, passing the ball out to Guerrero. Hits it first time. This is Bruno Fernandes, just couldn't get his way in towards the penalty area, taken away by the head of, uh, of Hummels. Sebedo, back out to Bernardo Silva, just in from the touchline, Sebedo's going to come on the overlap, use him as a decoy, holds onto the ball, does Bernardo Silva being forced away, he's given it away to Gnabry, and all of a sudden it's Gnabry against Pepe, Ruben Diaz has Müller coming through the middle, Germany are on the attack, Gnabry, Pepe backpedaling, Gnabry still, it's the penalty area, Patricio makes the save and diverts the ball away from Müller, Germany still coming forward leading 2-1, Kimmich floats it forward, repelled by the head of Ruben Diaz, that was an opportunity for Germany to try and increase their lead, but Rui Patricio saved the day. Jota now to come forward, short of the halfway line, plays it back. There is the half-time oh. whistle. It's the whistle that you didn't want to hear, because that was one half of football, Neil Lennon. That was magnificent. Right up until the, the very last you know, motion in the game, where Patricio has to pull off a great save from Gennari. Actually, Germany did a Portugal move to counter-attack brilliantly. It was a bad pass from Bernardo Silva, Gnabry picked it up in the half-well line and just drove. He turned Pepe one way, then the other, got a shot off and very unfortunate the rebound from the keeper didn't fall from Muller. What's a game we've had in so far? Well, if you're a football fan, you'll be smiling after watching that first half, but Cristiano Ronaldo is scowling. He gave Portugal the lead, very much on the counter-attack after 15 minutes, and then two own goals, Ruben Diaz, and Guerrero in the space of four minutes means in Munich at half-time Portugal 1, Germany 2. Euro 2020 halftime powered by Volkswagen Canada proud partner and supporter of soccer for all it's time to be the change Well, we were looking forward to this one and it has certainly delivered in Munich so far. Portugal in front, 15 minutes in when Cristiano Ronaldo scored his 107th international goal, too short of the men's international record. But then two own goals in the space of four minutes. First off, Ruben Diaz and then Rafael Guerrero giving Germany the advantage at half-time. Joined by Stephen Caldwell, we'll hear from Kevin Kilban in a few moments' time. That's the game we wanted to see. Uh, this day really delivering at UEFA Euro 2020, that is for certain, after Hungary and France played to a 1-1 draw earlier on in Group F action. But what about the Germany response, Stevie, after they went behind to that Ronaldo goal? Yeah, it was impressive, wasn't it? And, you know, not just a response, but the start to this game as well has been really special. When we look at this, this first goal that Germany scored, it's brilliant, it's real patience. You see 
The movement in the forward line is much better than it was in the first game. You have Havertz coming inside, Gennari's played off a, off a flank most of the time, but Muller's on the right this time and he creates that overload in the wide area. And I have to say the position of the wing-backs has been really great. We asked them to be more attacking, they certainly have been. Gossens in in the back post, all alone, brilliant volley. And again, the run from Havertz has to be recognised across the front of Ruben Diaz. I know he puts it in the back of his own net, Kev, but it was that run that really forced the error, wasn't it? And just a brilliant goal of spacing the pitch by Germany and, and real quality in it, wasn't it? Yeah, you've highlighted a, a couple of key areas there where they've got overloads in wide areas, the two wing-backs, Kimmich and Gozens have been have been absolutely brilliant for them and that's been the, the, the certain key areas that they've that they've created and scored the goals but it, it has been a joy to watch Germany this is the best I've seen Germany in a number of years they've been inconsistent since winning the World Cup in 2014 that's the way I would maybe look at it certainly in the World Cup in 2018 in, in Kazan I was in South Korea that uh, in the game in the stadium against South Korea when they lost and I've not seen Germany play like this for a while, as I said, very inconsistent, but today with the style that they're, that they're showing, with the forward running that Stevie's highlighted on, with the, uh, the wide areas that they're creating chances, we'd question, Stevie, where the goals are going to come from. Have they got a, a guy at uh, a number nine that's seriously going to go on and score? They do play li a little differently, and the front three have split differently today as well, haven't they? So it's, it's been brilliant to watch. Portugal as well have been brilliant to watch the other side for, for how they've uh, set up in this game. It's such an intriguing match to watch. Yeah, they've actually showed, Kev, haven't they, that if they play this way, they don't necessarily need that focal point number nine. You know, as long as someone's within that area. And, and when you're playing a guys like Pepe and Ruben Diaz, you don't necessarily want to post up against them anyway. So I really feel that fluidity of the front three, Gnabry, Muller, Kai Havertz has been absolutely terrific and it's created the, the, the movement, the momentum that they've needed in this performance, but the wing-backs have just been sensational. Gossens is a terrific player, high and wide, stretching that Portuguese defence and uh, you know giving them some serious questions. Let's take a look at the Portugal goal. Great counter. As a former defender, you're going to tell me this was a bad goal to concede, though. I'm going to tell you both. It's a very bad goal to concede. You see the corner, there's five in the box. Portuguese are fine that they're marking out, but that's the key area. I think it's Gundogan. He should be in a better position, more central. He's not. Now he's reacting. And look at the willingness of these Portuguese runners to get forward. There's you know, five, six of them against three already. Germans are struggling trying to get back. We track Ronaldo all the way here. Here's the key moment. He just drags centre-back in just that little bit to create that gap as the wing-back tries to get in. And Jota pulls on the shoulder. Ronaldo keeps his run going. And a brilliant, you know, touch in the chest from Diego Jota. And he knows exactly where Ronaldo is in the middle. What a terrific counter-attack goal, wasn't it, Kev? But a goal that Germany could have prevented. Yeah, they could have prevented it. But I, honestly, I'd look at that and give Portugal so much credit. They're a joy to watch playing like this. They are going to sit deep. We saw it in 2016 when they won the Euros playing this, this style of football. But it's how electric they are and quick transitions. Can they get bodies running forward? They've got players that can hit passes. They've got willing runners. So this game does make it more intriguing with it, with it being a contrast in styles. First time in European Championship history that a team has both scored and benefited from an own goal in the same tournament. Of course, uh, Germany conceding against France that way in the first one. But they've got two own goals today and they lead in Munich.
not sure either. No. Chappers. I mean, we could be in a situation with a team with four points and then three, three and one, where everybody can still qualify, which I guess will make Wednesday night because they play again Wednesday. Well, fantastic. Um, I think a draw, I guess, for the French would probably be the best, so that almost get Germany out of your of your way. But yeah, it's it's quite a fantastic group, like we expected to be fair at the start of the competition. Absolutely, we saw more of the same in the second half, don't we, Neil? Yeah, absolutely. Um, they've made a change, Portugal, which they thought they might do, uh, but it's not the substitution they thought they were going to take off. They've brought off Bernardo Silva and they brought uh, Renato Sanchez on on the um, right side. It's probably just to stop the bleeding choppers down the left-hand side of the German team. Uh, and a game of this quality can leave any athlete breathless, <laughs> Ian Dennis. Well, I tell you what, it was—it uh, certainly left us uh, breathless at times in that first half. We're back underway, and uh, Portugal one, Germany two, and as you say, Mark, just more of the same, please, more of the same, as uh, Germany in this second half and their white shirts and black shorts line up with Neuer in goal, the back three of Rudiger, Hummels, and Ginter. Kimmich and Gosens are the wing-backs, right and left, respectively. Kroos and Gundogan, Muller, Havertz and uh, Gnabry. For Portugal in their red shirts and green shorts, they've made that change that uh, off-air Neil had said that's what he would do, and he was quite right. We'll get the lottery numbers off him later. Renato Sanchez coming on, but it's Bernardo Silva who goes off. So Patricio is in goal. A back four of Semedo, Pepe, Diaz and Guerrero. You've then got Carvalho and Danilo with now Renato Sanchez, Bruno Fernandes, Jota and Ronaldo who's on the ball now and Portugal in the second half are playing from left to right Ronaldo on the right hand side down towards the byline block comes in from uh, from Gosen Semedo inside to Bruno Fernandes now with uh, Danilo just rolls the ball a little bit in front of himself towards Cavalio and Cavalio in the end passes the ball all the way back to uh, to Ruben Diaz so the temperature will have dropped. It was about 31 degrees at kickoff, but as you can tell, the atmosphere hasn't certainly dropped inside the arena in Munich as Pepe comes forward. And now it's with Semedo trying to get away from Rudiger, but just coming across to deal with that danger was Mats Hummels. Oh, Rudiger's given the ball away to Semedo. Bruno Fernandes back with Semedo down towards the corner flag. Block challenge comes in from uh, from Robin Gosens. And he's gone down, feeling the effects of that as well. Yeah, he's, just, he's had a fine game. Yeah, I'm just looking at the uh, Portuguese shape here, Daniel. I think you may be right. They've, they might have matched up now. They've gone to the back three. I'm just be interested. It might be Carvalho or Danilo who's going into the back three. Semedo's playing higher and wider, as is Guerrero on the other side. I'm just just trying to have a look at it. Can't really see the shape at the minute. Back to Chris Jones watching Exeter Sale. Well, I said Exeter was struggling to put Sale away properly. Sale have come back and scored again, Ian. Uh, Dan Dupree bundling past three or four extra players to score. It's a 7.4 game, but a tie at this as it stands would mean um, it's Exeter to go through on account of scoring more tries. Exeter 37, Sale 30, seven minutes left. Bruno Fernandes with a cross. Uh, I think there'd have been a little nudge there from Jota. Indeed there was. It was spotted by the referee on Kimmich. That'll be a free kick to Portugal. Uh, tomorrow morning on breakfast, Rick Edwards and Laura McGee. You'll get all the flavour ahead of the afternoon's action, as always with uh, with breakfast, setting the agenda on BBC Radio 5 Live and 5 Live Sport on air from midday tomorrow, the French Grand Prix, and then Italy versus Wales from 5 o'clock live in Rome, followed by 6.06 six with Chris Sutton 
and Alistair Bruce Ball. And then at nine o'clock, the final round, of course, of the US Open in San Diego. And then four more games for you on Monday at five and eight as groups B and C conclude the, uh, their respective group stages. This is the second round of games as far as Group F is concerned. Earlier, we had one of the stories of the tournament. Hungary won, France won, but this is the game of the tournament so far, with Germany leading by two goals to one. Sanchez, formerly, of course, at, uh, at Swansea City, resurrected his career since, and... Uh, Sanchez, he's still only 23 with that title success that he had at, uh, at Lille to Jota. Sliding into the challenge, though, was, uh, was Ginter, played forward by Kimmich, getting the ball back. And, uh, and Kimmich now coming forward for, uh, for Germany to, uh, to Rudiger, who's about 10 yards short of the centre circle in the, uh, in the half. His own half, forward along the ground, Gnabry back to uh, to Rudiger once more, lifting it forward towards Gosens, controls the ball, kills it dead with his left foot, looks up, diagonal ball, floated forward, headed away by Ruben Diaz. Carvalho's header, prodded away by Semedo, and Rudiger will go all the way back towards his goalkeeper. Five minutes into the second half, what are your early thoughts in this second period, Neil? Yeah, it's just the... You they're still a back four Portugal um, they're trying to press Germany a little bit higher up the pitch but they've still got a problem with the midfield three you know I just think they're a little bit immobile and Semedo's still getting narrow I mean they switch the play he's not getting out quick enough to Goosens and again it's Germany dominating the volume Havertz right hand side lays it off first time Muller inside the ball from Kimmich back towards Muller Muller towards Goosens Goosens with a cross turned in by Havertz Germany increased their lead, Havertz from close range, my oh my, they now have a two-goal cushion, I think it's fair to say that Germany and the group of death are alive and kicking. That's fabulous football. For me it's too easy, Benno, but again we're talking about Semedo, look he's, he's really tucked in, but I mean Gundogan picks the ball up, it's, it's too easy, Kimmich is in that sort of hot position, plays a little one-two with Muller, no tackle, Cavallo can't get there, Semedo's too narrow, beautiful ball in from Goosens who's been unbelievably good this, this afternoon for Germany, and Havertz is the simplest of tasks of a, a tap-in, but from a Portuguese point of view, no physicality, no, no pressing, no contact, and Germany have really, you know, this could be four or five now if this game keeps going. There it, is a VAR goal check. Now, when the ball is played, Gnabry was in an offside position, but Havertz wasn't. And I don't think you could say, and in fact, the check is over as play restarts, that Gnabry was interfering anywhere near the, uh, the goalkeeper. So 3-1 for, uh, for Germany. They came into this game under real pressure after losing that opening match. You know, there was talk about after what had happened when they failed to make it out of the group stages in Russia in the last World Cup in 2018, their earliest exit at a World Cup in 20 years. And now all of a sudden, when they fell behind after being on the front foot, you did fear for them. But they've responded so well, and they are now leading by three goals to one. And the football has been brilliant. You know, the quality of football, that was a great goal. But from that point of view, Portugal too easy to play against at the minute. So Portugal find themselves 3-1 down. They've got a free kick. Fernandes to take it, curling the ball in. 
headed away and helped further away by the head of, of Thomas Muller. They'll have been under a lot of scrutiny after that setback against France. Certainly Joachim Löw with his 15-year reign as the German national coach coming to an end. Jota, I think, was clipped there yet. Free kick. Kroos being told to go away by referee Anthony Taylor. He's lucky he didn't get booked for that. You can't really remonstrate like that these days. He was so emotional about it. Uh, to be fair, then he's not touched them. So I can understand his frustrations there. But it's the uh, free kick has been given. He went down onto his knees <laughs> in disbelief at one stage. That won't help you when a referee makes his mind up. He makes his mind up. Go to your knees, you can pray, you can look for all sorts of uh, divine intervention, it won't happen. Here we go, Ronaldo. Ronaldo with that wide body stance. Legs apart, front on, running forward now. He's going to try and hit the valve of the ball, and he certainly caught it, but there was no deviation. It just went on one trajectory and kept on climbing and over the crossbar and out of play for a goal kick. It's great, great theatre, isn't he? Yeah. You know, even lining up a free kick, you're sort of holding your breath to see what's going to come next. The way he postures, he always yeah. seems to know, doesn't he, when the camera's on him. I noticed him in the uh, in the head of the first game against Hungary. He had a little cheeky, uh, cheeky glance up to one of the giant screens and realised that he was being shown on the warm-up, and all of a sudden, there he was, preening himself in the way that only Ronaldo can. When, to be fair, when you look as good as that, then... Don't blame him. Yeah, I mean, it comes to us all, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> Brilliant game. 3-1 Germany. BBC Radio 5 Live, 10 minutes into the second half. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, Germany came into this game under pressure. And yet, they'll go into that game against Hungary in, in Munich and you fancy then Germany to, to progress and Portugal-France is going to be some contest now isn't That's it? That's going to be like a cup final if it stays this way you know there's still a long way to go in this game obviously but there's questions now being asked to Portugal can they respond the way Germany have? The voice of Neil Lennon on BBC Radio 5 Live Sanchez the substitute Semedo of Wolverhampton Wanderers Danilo closed down by Gnabry. Sanchez now carries the ball forward, forward of the centre circle, passes the ball out to uh, Guerrero. Guerrero waits, Jota passes the ball back, Sanchez. German supporters standing and clapping, many of them in white shirts in the arena in, uh, in Munich. They're playing their part too, Ronaldo. Waits, right-hand side, along the ground. Renato Sanchez, but the playing in front of this Germany side who now have that two-goal cushion as they lead by three goals to one. And it's uh, with Portugal, who, remember, on a... Just tried to get Ronaldo in, but the German defence squeezed and prevented that ball from reaching Cristiano Ronaldo. Remember as well that Fernando Santos has lost just four competitive games in seven years as the Portugal coach Switzerland Uruguay Ukraine and France unbeaten in seven since they lost to France in the Nations League one defeat in 16 but that is in 
jeopardy now, that little unbeaten run as they trail by three goals to one. And Germany, when they're passing the ball around, look full of confidence, Neil. Yeah, the mesmerizing at times, but um, oh, sudden interception almost. Um, great defending from Gusenser a minute earlier, though, because Ronaldo was in. And if Gusenser hadn't got the interception, that would have been a great chance. So it's again, Germany in the ascendancy, but you know, I, I'm not writing Portugal out of this just yet. Well, you certainly can't take your eyes off the game, that is for sure, with 57 minutes played, headed back by uh, by Hummels. Now, it's with Ginter to Hummels. Both sides naming unchanged sides from the opening game. Rudiger, there'll be another change for Portugal. There is uh, activity on the, uh, the sidelines, and it's going to be... Rafa Silva, who's going to be coming on. He came off the bench the, the other day against Hungary. It was he who won the penalty for uh, that second goal. As Germany forward, Muller just couldn't switch play out towards Gosens, but he's still going to make that run in from the left touch line, but it goes away from him. Let's uh, go to Exeter Sale. Full time now, Chris Jones. Exeter 40, Sale 30, another compelling Premiership semi final. Won by Exeter, they had control of the scoreboard throughout, but pushed all the way by a dogged and resilient Sale. The Chiefs with five tries, Jack Noll two, Sale with three of their own, but on a day of extraordinary drama, when Sale threatened to come back, Exeter held firm, Simmons with a late penalty, sent this place Sandy Park wild. It's Exeter against Harlequins next Saturday for the Premiership title. Thank you, Chris. Uh, the change has been made by Fernando Santos for Portugal. And Rafa Silva has come on to replace William Carvalho. So the Benfica winger is on for the defensive midfielder. So that's an attacking change for Portugal. who are coming forward now, trailing by three goals to one. Jota looking for the return ball from Ronaldo. Left-hand side of the penalty area. Jota goes alone, looking for a penalty in the challenge with Hummels. But Anthony Taylor, well-positioned, says no. Firm shake of the head, and Germany can come forward. Looking for the run of Gnabry. Pepe's going to come across to deal with it. From one end to the other. Ah, oh, brilliant. Jota should have done better, Daniel. I mean, he's one-on-one -on -one with Hummels. And he's got Ronaldo inside him. Either he's got to make something out of it. And um, he sort of tried to turn Hummels inside out. Couldn't. Lost the ball. One pass later, Gnabry's on the run. Uh, Pepe did brilliantly to come across and, and deal with that situation. But the game is still there. I think Santos has made the right decision taking Cavalio off, he had no real impact on the game and bringing Rafa Silva on but he had to do something because the game was getting away from Portugal in terms of the scoreline Yeah, they trail by three goals to one One more goal and Germany will be looking for a record victory at the uh, at the Euros as uh, Kroos to, uh, to Gossens and you wouldn't rule out more goals in the game, would you? The way oh, it's absolutely not, no, it's a great game it's still quite open Still quite sort of basketball-y at times, and um, the tempo of the game has dropped a little bit, but the quality's still very high. Here is Havertz, playing the ball out to Kimmich. Kimmich looks up to Lewis, oh. across, Gossens! Heads the ball in the far post, and Germany have got a fourth goal! What a superb delivery by Kimmich, and there was Gossens! Germany 4, Portugal 1, and the Germans are looking at trying to establish a record victory at the Euro Finals. I think you should do my lottery tickets tonight because you just said there's more goals in this game. Just, just watch the interplay here, Gundogan, Muller, Havertz, 
Guerrero can't get out to stop the cross. Silva loses Goosens completely. What a pass. What a cross from Kimmich. And this, this is looking really, really ominous now for Portugal. What a leap and what a header, but the magnificent build-up player from Germany. Quick one-touch football. Releases Kimmich. Beautiful pick-out. Havertz is almost there to score it, but Goosens has done Rafa Silva on the run. That's that's shocking from Rafa Silva having just come on. He's been brilliant, Goosens, in there. Yeah, oh, he's been outstanding. It's his second goal for his country. His first was actually in the, one of the warm-up games when they beat Latvia 7-1. But he's got forward time and time again. How many times has he been in the penalty area during the course of this game? Well, that was something he didn't do enough against France. And Kimmich didn't have that license. He's played higher and wider today as well, Kimmich. Uh, but France sort of nullified that for long periods of the game. Today, they have come out and done everything right. And everything they were criticised for the other day, they have put that right today. Well, he's coming off the pitch now, the goal scorer, the fourth goal, to a standing ovation. In fact, it's a, a double change that Germany are, are making. Marcel Halstenberg is uh, is going to be coming on. And also Emre Chan as well. So this now is Joachim Love because Halstenberg is the left back for Leipzig. But this is now them sort of like shutting up shop because Gerson's I don't think will go forward. Gundogan's going to come off and you're going to get a greater protection with Emre Chan replacing Gundogan. Yeah, you know, I think the game's done then. Jürgen Love's thinking that as well, give these guys a rest. You know, Goosen's put a lot into the game. Gundogan's had a long, long season. Very important, classy player. So they'll probably just rest in there for the hungry game. But as far as the three points, I think it's, I think it's gone. It's gone for Germany, that's for sure. And for Portugal, you've got France coming. I mean, how do you pick yourselves up after that? Well, that's a big ask. But, you know, I haven't seen Portugal getting run ragged this way for a long, long time. Ian. Germany have been absolutely wonderful. And they've used all their strengths. And they've really um, nullified the, the strengths of um, Portugal, but also, you know, really sort of gone after their weaknesses. And the midfield of Portugal has been so poor today. They've been totally overrun. In fact... Gundogan looked like he was coming off. Oh, no, he stayed on. But he stayed on. It was Hummels who's actually come off. So Emre Chan has come on for uh, for Mats Hummels. So that is the change. Even the uh, the screen in front of me actually had that it was Chan for uh, for Gundogan. But it's Hummels who has uh, who's gone off. So Halstenberg for Gosens and Emre Chan for Hummels. And Portugal won, Germany four. We talk about it being a record victory for Germany. It's actually also a record defeat for Portugal because their previous record defeat was only 2-0 against Switzerland back in, in 2008 and they've been left shell-shocked. And Moutinho is going to be coming on for Portugal, but very, very hard. I mean, we said before that there's only one team who's come from behind uh, up until today, uh, and that was, of course, Belgium beating Denmark. Germany have changed that, but... They're not going to relinquish this, are they now? And it's Bruno Fernandes who comes off for uh, for Jean Moutinho. No, you can't see. Ger the only thing I can see is maybe Germany getting another. Yeah. So Moutinho for Bruno Fernandes. And what a chasing experience this is for uh, for Portugal. There's a foul throw by uh, Semedo. He's had an eight tonight. Honestly, he's been super. Well... They've certainly put that France performance to uh, to bed, haven't they, Germany? 
I've got to admire their mentality, Ian, you know, off the back of losing to France and then going to go down and starting the game so well today. They stuck at it, they played brilliant football, the mentality, they've never dropped their heads. Their body language said the whole game has been excellent. And the energy and quality that they've played with has been a... It's restored my faith in the Germans because I did back them to win it. Well, there's only one team who's ever won the Euros after losing the opening game. That was the Dutch in 1988. But on this evidence, you certainly wouldn't write them off, would you? No, no. I mean, this is a, a absolute class performance. Not only in athleticism, but just genuine, pure football. They've played at a tempo that Portugal just haven't been able to, you know, master. So if you've just joined us on BBC Radio 5 Live, it's Portugal 1, Germany 4. And after Hungary won, France won earlier, you've now got a situation where it's France four points, Germany three, Portugal three, and Hungary one. And the game's on Wednesday night at eight o'clock, you will not want to miss. Germany, Hungary from Munich, Portugal, France in Budapest. Well, they're in a healthier position than they were five years ago when they won it because they didn't actually win any games in the group stages didn't uh, Portugal back in uh, in France in 2016 as Havertz is shown a, a yellow card but they'll go into that game against France with a lot of pressure the defending champions whereas uh, Germany they'll be thinking we might even win the group the thing is whoever is runners up in in group F will play the winners of England's group group D at Wembley on the 29th of June. England are currently second. Moutinho with the free kick from the far side, all the way in, Ronaldo keeps it alive, put it in by Jota on the goal line. Portugal have a goal back. It is Germany four, Portugal two. Did we speak too soon? You know, with, you can't rule Portugal out of any game, but um, that's poor from Germany. You know, it's uh, they've allowed the free kick, the ball to go right across the far post. Ronaldo does brilliantly to put it back. Jota's in, lobs over Neuer. Jota's in the top of it in. Ronaldo does marvellous. He has been in the mood all day, Ian, to prefer him. That was going in anyway, and Jota finishes it off. But very, very slack from Germany. Lack of concentration on a set play. Just gives Portugal a lifeline back into the game. Forget Oktoberfest. It's a, it's a goal <laughs> it's a goal fest. fest. Isn't it brilliant? Just look at, look at the look on Ronaldo's face. God, he is so intense today. They're checking for a potential oh, offside in the leading up to the goal. So play hasn't restarted just as yet. VAR once again. That's being conducted on the banks of Lake Geneva in uh, in Neon. Stuart Atwell is the fourth official. Didn't no. There's, I don't think there's any offside. Ginter's playing them all on save for me. Now are they are they looking at the second phase? Are they looking for when Jota's touched the ball? Because when the initial free kick comes in, nobody's that, that offside. That is the initial free kick they're looking at. That's, you know, Jota nearly gets a touch on it. And then when Ronaldo recycles it, Jota taps it in. I think it'll count, yeah. It's, yeah, it's goal stance. Yeah, goal stance. So Portugal 2, Germany 4. What a game. Well, how long have we got? But tell you what, stranger things have happened. I know, Midway I know. through the second half. And uh, just two goals, the difference. Trying to think what the uh, <laughs> the most goals that we've ever seen in it in a game. Oh, that was uh, that was nine. So we're still a little bit short of that. France, what game was that, Daniel? France, Yugoslavia, back in 1960. Right. 
Yugoslavia beat France by five goals to four. But uh, we've seen six and we've certainly not been short of entertainment. It's been fabulous. So, Portugal two, Germany four. In comes another free kick from Moutinho, this time from the right-hand side, playing from left to right, headed away by Rudiger. Another Portugal goal, though, now would make life interesting. Wouldn't it just... You know, Slums don't leave it too late, you know. Um, they'll still think they're in this game. And with Ronaldo on the pitch and in the mood, anything's possible for Portugal. Jota with his seventh goal and his 16th appearance for his country. Guerrero, left-hand side with a cross. Couldn't get his head onto that, was uh, Rafa Silva. Picked up by Danilo to Ronaldo. Goes on the outside of Chan with the cross. And then it was cut out by uh, by Rudiger. And Rudiger, with the, wearing the face mask, just points to his, his eyes and his head. And just has a word with Emre Chan because Germany have to maintain their concentration levels now. I just want to say to the listeners, he's on a one-man mission, Ronaldo, at the minute. He is, I've never seen him this motivated in a game for a long, long time. I mean, he skipped past Emre Chan there and put a brilliant ball across the face of the goal. So, oh, another drinks break, Ian. We've got another drinks break. Uh, the referees and uh, the players just having a, a, swig of, uh, a swig of water. It's a, a reminder that to say tomorrow we'll be live in Rome, Group A, that... See who finishes top of Group A. Italy, Wales, Rob Phillips and Nathan Blake live in the Stadio Olimpico. Don't forget, as well as the Daily Euros podcast, that bonus episode with Rio Ferdinand, the Peter Crouch Euros podcast every Tuesday and Friday, available through BBC Sounds. But this is BBC Radio 5 Live and what has been a fabulous game. Portugal 2, Germany 4. And we've got about 20 minutes remaining of, uh, of normal time. Daniel, do you remember that game? Nice. <laughs> I've been asked to ask you. <laughs> what, the one in 1960? <laughs> uh, you were just you know, a young athlete then, weren't you? Yeah, I was, yeah. <laughs> That's going to cost you that now. <laughs> First round's on you later on. You're on. <laughs> um, the last time I saw you and you talk about Ronaldo being as motivated you're probably thinking you know when he, at the final five years ago when he was he had the disappointment of being subbed and he was almost managing the team wasn't he from the sidelines right, yeah but he is like you say he's on a he's on a mission he's on a crusade he's like a man possessed isn't it yeah and so he with the assist he scored one assisted one however they still trail germany by four goals to two the football's not over as well because at eight o'clock vicky sparks and rob green will bring you spain against Poland in Group E but Group F tell you what you wouldn't want to call it they're going to make another change now Joachim Löw we're going to be seeing uh, Niklas Sula is uh, is going to be coming on so uh, that's another defender and in fact as well I think we're going to see Goretzka coming on which is he didn't figure at all because of a uh, He's had a slight thigh problem, Leon Goretzka, but great midfielder. Will give a lot of energy box-to-box -box in that midfield. So a double change being made by Joachim Löw. Germany lead by four goals to two. They're just going to try and see this game out now. Half past six on this Saturday evening. And what a game of football it has been. But Goretzka makes... He's such a powerful player, yeah. so influential. Just thinking it's a bonus from Germany now having him back. I love watching him play it. 
you know, he's one of those, as you say, a box-to-box midfielder. He's got great sort of running capacity and um, he's got a goal in him as well. And it's a very sensible substitution at the minute. Well, it's a, it's a buy-in boost from the bench with uh, Goretzka and Nicolas Sula coming on. Goretzka replaces one of the goal scorers, Kai Havertz. And then the uh, the other change is Nicolas Sula coming on for, for Gundogan. So Chan will go back out of defence, and I would imagine, into uh -huh. uh, into midfield. At times he looks a little cumbersome, Chan, doesn't he? Chan? Chan. Yeah, good pass to the ball, you know, and um, takes a bit to get into the straight. I don't think centre-half's his best position, though. I think, you know, he's far better in the uh, holding midfield role, but, um, I mean, he's had an excellent career and all, you know, he's still going strong. So that's uh, the four substitutes that have been used, but is it that's the three separate intervals, isn't it? Oh, no, they're both at two intervals, so they've got one, they can have one more substitution because uh, Chan and Halstenberg came on just past the hour and Sula and Goretzka with 17 minutes remaining. 4-2 to Germany. Sanchez turns away from, from Müller, holds onto the ball and passes it out towards Guillermo. Portugal red shirts, green shorts, playing from left to right. Sanchez once again, inside, interception from Kroos, not once but twice, just back towards Rudiger. Flat clearance by Neuer, got away with that, managed to pick out uh, Gnabry, despite the sliding intervention of, uh, of Semedo, just couldn't get there, Semedo. Now it's with Gnabry, back inside. Ball with uh, Gnabry, back in, uh, in field, the return ball towards Gnabry, Pepe came across, ball played forward. Sanchez gets away from Chan, who dived in. Now it's with Rafa Silva over the halfway line. The Benfica winger will try and outstrip Rudiger, who barges into him. And onto the track he goes, and maybe get a, a grazed elbow for his efforts, Rafa Silva. Germany, Rudiger, so pumped up. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you think he's a little bit too pumped up, but, but he's, um, he's had a great six months, you know. He's really been fantastic for Chelsea, and obviously he's a mainstay now for Germany. But he's had an excellent sort of spell in his career. He's come from nowhere, really, and you know now he's a, a stalwart in his club team, Champions League winner, and um, you know playing really well for his national team. So Germany with a two-goal advantage. Chan now takes over. White shirts, black shorts from right to left. A quarter of an hour to go on BBC Radio Five Live. They look for that run forward for Goretzka, but it's picked up by Patricio, who bowls the ball out towards Ruben Diaz on the edge of his own penalty area. Guerrero on the left-hand side, along the ground. Ronaldo on the halfway line, plays it back out towards Guerrero, who then is forced to go back towards uh, Diaz. Danilo just dropping in between the two central defenders. Semedo's quite high on the right-hand side, and here he is midway through the Germany half. Inside of him is Rafa Silva. Silva then gets the ball. Rudiger looks to close him down. The little flick inside comes off the legs of... the German defender, and out of play it goes for a throw off, uh, of Halstenberg and then played back in Portugal now with Pepe along the ground switching it out towards the left-hand side time though is against the defending champions Portugal across to Semedo 2-4 they trail in Munich Rudiger will tidy up towards Neuer Neuer places the ball good distribution to pick out Goretzka forward now Muller running forward Goretzka going with him Goretzka will give chase Pepe will get there first Pepe Pinned back inside his own half, passes the ball towards Sanchez. Muller snapping at his heels. Sanchez in field. Danilo now for Portugal. 
Now it is with Jota. White shirts just... Well, there was no way he was getting through there. Just so many white shirts back on defensive duties. Still a crucial phase of the game. You know, Portugal, they'll believe that they're starting to gamble a little bit more and getting a few players higher up the pitch. They'll still believe that they can get something out of this game. Germany on the counter-attack now. You know, Muller missed the pass to uh, Goretzka. Should have done better, really, and Goretzka would have been in. Here we go again, Ian. This is with Rafa Silva, Jota, all caught maybe a little bit late there as he tried to pass the ball out towards Ronaldo. And Anthony Taylor is reaching for the uh, for the yellow card and Ginter is the player who is booked for Germany. Just caught uh, Jota, just a fraction late. Again, it was a chance of a counter-attack. Rafa Silva was sloppy with the ball to Jota and it gave Ginter the opportunity to go and make the foul. Otherwise, if they'd have moved it quicker, Ronaldo would have been in on the left-hand side. It was a definite yellow card though. It will be a case of uh, unlucky 13 for uh, for Portugal, unbeaten in 12 games at the Euros. The last defeat actually was against Germany in Lviv at Euro 2012 when they lost by a goal to nil. Here they trail by four goals to two. Ruben Dias forward, challenged by Chan. Danilo has to go back. Pepe right at the centre circle in the Germany half. Forward ball in the air towards Ronaldo. Headed away by Ginter. Picked up by Chan, who's now moved into that midfield role. He holds onto the ball under pressure from Moutinho. And it goes behind for a corner kick. Good pressure from Moutinho. Daniel, this could go one way or the other, right? Portugal are going for it now. They could get a third, or Germany could pick them off on the counter. Fascinating phase of the game, though. It certainly is. 12 minutes of normal time remaining. Corner taken on the left-hand side. Moutinho back to Sanchez. He's going to shoot from distance. Oh. Oh, what an effort that was. It's just rattled the left-hand post. My word, that was such a fearsome strike. Not too sure that the, the goalkeeper knew anything about it. He was nowhere near it. It was an unbelievable strike. It had everything on it, but a topspin. But more importantly, so much power. And it's nearly broke the post. What a shot. <laughs> If that would have gone in, we, I mean, we've seen some special goals already in what is a tournament. I don't know about you. I'm loving the tournament. I loved of it. I've absolutely loved it. I got quite emotional at the start of it when you, you start seeing crowds back in, but I haven't missed a minute. It's been absolutely wonderful. And we have been privileged to uh, to watch this game. I mean, we almost had a seventh goal. I mean, that was that was a rocket. Struck so sweetly. That would have set the uh, the nerves jangling in uh, in Munich. Muller, Chan, still work for Germany to do. Portugal haven't given this one up to their credit. Just over 10 minutes remaining of normal time. Crowd of just under 13,000 in the arena in Munich. 12,926 is the official attendance. Not the 100% capacity as it has been in Budapest. Mind you, Germany will be pleased that they're facing Hungary in Munich rather than that cauldron in uh, the Pushkas Arena that we've, uh, we've witnessed in Hungary's first two group games. Earlier they drew 1-1 with France, taking the lead. Portugal, they were ahead after 15 minutes in this game. They were 4-1 down, they've since got a goal back, but they need another two to try and get something and salvage something from this, uh, this contest against Germany who are looking to win a fifth straight meeting against the Portuguese at a walking pace now for the white shirts of Germany ball with uh, Zula to Kroos now with Ginter Muller 
Kroos along the ground. Chan into the centre circle. Sula to Gnabry, trying to switch play out towards Halstenberg on the left-hand side. Portugal win the ball in the midfield. Jota, Moutinho in the centre circle. Semedo will come up in support at right back. Cristiano Ronaldo now has it midway through the Germany half. Moutinho tries to dink it forward, strikes the broad shoulders of Chan, and Germany are back in possession. Gnabry, Muller. What do you make of Gnabry's performance, Neil? Quiet again, you know. I, I, I don't see him as a centre forward. I love him as a player, you know, but he's definitely better coming in off the wings. Here is uh, Muller to, uh, to Kimmich. Kimmich inside. Kroos able to turn in the centre circle. The German supporters raise the volume inside the arena. BBC Radio 5 Live, Portugal 2, Germany 4. They're just trying to keep the ball yeah, now, aren't Portugal they? Got to come, they're trying to suck Portugal out. They've got to get the ball, Portugal. And they're just slowing the tempo down, running down the clock. But Portugal aren't showing much urgency. At the minute they get the ball back, they need to get the ball back. Halstenberg high up on the left-hand side, back with Rudiger. Chan outside the centre circle, switching play to, uh, to Muller, who does well to head... No, he doesn't. He tried to head the ball back in on the touchline. It had gone out of play for uh, for a throw. I think he's been good, Ian, since he came on. I know we're seeing a... Oh, wow. We've just seen a replay of his, his shot, but Renato Sanchez has had a very good uh, second half for Portugal. Maybe he's caught the A to start in the next game against France, but he's been powerful. He's been good on the ball. Here he is again. And he's unlucky not to get Portugal back to 4-3. Yeah, it was uh, a wonderful strike. Rafa Silva has actually nicked the ball away from Halstenberg. Infield now to Moutinho. Moutinho will go square to, uh, to Sanchez. Guerrero provides the support. Sanchez turns. Danilo and Moutinho break down in communication. And Germany now can strike on the counter-attack. It's three against two. This is Goretzka running forward, he's got options right and left, Goretzka will go it alone! Just over the top, goal kick, Germany still lead 4-2. Well, we talked about it, didn't we, about Portugal going for it, and then Germany hit them on the counter-attack, that's exactly what happened. Sloppy from Danilo, on his, on his heels, balls go square. Halstenberg, quick first-time pass to Goretzka, I thought he did the right thing. You know, he ran with it, he ran with it, to prefer to Portugal, didn't commit. But he had to take the shot on then because they closed off all the other avenues and he's unlucky not to score. Liverpool's Jota has gone off. Andre Silva has come on with seven minutes remaining of normal time. Germany still lead 4-2. He's yet to score at a major finals, Andre Silva. He scored 16 goals for his country. He'll need to change that in the closing stages. They still need two goals to try and salvage something from this game. It's going to be a fascinating set of final fixtures in Group F. Germany, Hungary, Portugal, France. You'll hear it on Wednesday night, BBC Radio 5 Live. We've got more live football tonight, though. Spain, Poland at 8. We've got Italy, Wales live in Rome tomorrow. And four more games on Monday. Groups B and C. Before we know it, we'll be back round to England and Scotland in Group D on Tuesday night. Pepe for Portugal, back with Ruben Dias. Ruben Dias forward. Now with Sanchez. Back with Ruben Dias once again. Steady pace at the back from Portugal. Pepe, Moutinho has come deep. 
challenged on the halfway line. They've lost the ball at Portugal, Germany. Kroos, foul on Kroos. Free kick to uh, to Germany. They'll take that. Too slow for Portugal in the build-up. You know, too many passes. Germany set the trap, pick it up, and just again running down the clock now. But that was poor from Portugal. They've got to get the ball forward quickly now and ask questions this German defence because they're running out of time. Well, they were the first team in the history of the Euros to score three goals in the last ten minutes against Hungary. They need to score two in five minutes. That is the equation being faced with Fernando Santos, who very rarely loses a competitive fixture. He's got such an excellent record as uh, Chan. A statement this is, though, from, uh, from Germany. Rafa Silva gets a throw for Portugal on the right-hand side. So, Ian... All three could go through still. Yeah, they right? could, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. I mean, to have these titanic games so early in the competition, it's been this one's been, you know, fascinating and brilliant to watch. Well, the winners of the group will play a third-place side in, in Bucharest. We've talked about the runners-up will play the winners of England's group, whether that be the Czech Republic or, or indeed England. And then if you, if you are lucky enough to finish third and, and get through, as Portugal were in, in Euro 2016, of course, then uh, it could be potluck depending on uh, where you're faced. Uh, just a clash there with Muller and Danilo, clash of heads. And uh, not surprisingly, um, Anthony Taylor stopping play immediately. But, I mean, the thing is, we've witnessed six goals. We could easily have seen four or five more, couldn't well, we? We've just seen a replay of the Goretzka shot. It's actually shaped the crossbar as well. Um, yeah, I mean, there's been you know plenty of chances. Portugal have played their part in the game, but for me, they've just been outworked and outclassed by Germany on the day. So we said that they've got one more opportunity, Germany, to make a change. And it's going to be Leroy Sane who's going to be coming on. I think Danilo might have to come off for, uh, for Portugal. He doesn't want to, it seems, but the uh, the physio is checking with his welfare, so both sides are going to be making a change. I mean, the amount of changes that have taken place as well, that will add a little bit more added on time, but Portugal still trail. 4-2, 5 live. Sonny yet to, uh, to come on to the field of play, and the player who's going to be going off is going to be Gnabry. His movement, I know he hasn't really been on the end of things, but his movement in the first half to take defenders away and open up the spaces for Havertz and people like that uh, was excellent. I don't think see him as a centre-forward as yet. He's definitely, you know, a quality, outstanding, world-class player. But I just think that position doesn't suit him. But it's like Rafa said before the show, it's just, you know, doing the best for the team. And he's done that today. So he's replaced by his Bayern teammates. Leroy Sané, of course, formerly of Manchester City, left out of the 2018 World Cup squad, coming on for his second appearance in these finals. Both have been as a substitute as Germany lead by four goals to two. And we've got about two and a half minutes of normal time remaining, but Semedo into the penalty area, closed down very, very well. Just coming across, excellent defending by Sula. Magnificent football from Portugal, lovely little flick from Rafa. Silva to put Semedo in. Should have done better with him. He's got beyond them, but his touch is taken out away, and Solo's able to get across. But uh, knocking on the door again here. This might test Germany's defensive frailties. Corner kick, right hand side. Portugal still trailing. Moutinho to take it. Should be an outswinger. 
indeed it is from uh, from Moutinho headed away very very well by Goretzka picked up by Sanchez waits for the ball to settle dink back to Sanchez by Moutinho Sanchez now with a cross towards the far post Pepe rather than going for goal heads it back and allows Germany to clear why did he head it back I thought he should have went for goal like you it was a great ball in from Sanchez maybe he's on the stretch but he's so close to the goal you think and just go for goal I mean, if he directs that goalwards at the far post, you think he's certainly going to test Neuer. It represented a better opportunity than heading it back across goal. Totally agree with you. It was a hell of a ball from Sanchez. I've been really impressed with him in the second half. He's been great. Semedo hits the uh, the ball forward. Well, I mean, Sanchez, I remember speaking to, to David Pleat a number of years ago, and he was so impressed with Sanchez when he was a young player. And I know it didn't happen for him when he came to the Premier League and the nine Premier League starts at Swansea. But sometimes you can forget how such a move can affect a youngster. But we're certainly seeing the talents of somebody who's still relatively young at 23 now. He is, yeah. He went to Bayern Munich as well, he didn't did, he? He did, yeah. Yeah. Here he is again. I think he's been fabulous. He's been a real sort of um, catalyst for a lot of good things Portugal have done in the second half. He had 16 starts for uh, for Bayern in three seasons. So when he came to Swansea, he was probably his head might have been all over the place uh -huh. in terms of his career. But going to uh, to Lille, being part of their title success this year, his mindset coming into this tournament, he, well, he's, let's put it this way, he's made he's made a difference since oh, he's come. Oh yeah, on. he's been very very good, very strong. That should have been a free kick on him as well. He's Hasselberger's almost pulled the shorts down there, uh, but the free kick's gone against him. You can see his frustration. I don't know if he's going to get a booking for that, but he probably will. Find out how much time to be played in the Munich Arena as one step over too many to the amusement of the German supporters. Ronaldo with the tricks, and in the end, he outdid himself and ran it behind for a, a goal kick. Four minutes, four minutes of additional time. BBC Radio 5 Live, Portugal 2, Germany 4. Could he not put a bit longer on it, Ian? We're enjoying it that much. You know, <laughs> can he not make it six or seven minutes? Yeah. Let Portugal get it to 4-3 and then we'll have a free-for-all. I think if the boss came in now and said, you've got to watch this game again, I wouldn't mind. No. We'll forget Spain-Poland, we'll do a rerun. An, an alternative commentary. It's, it's been a great game, you know, and just seeing the fans back in, the colour, the weather, it's just everything you want from football and the quality on the pitch has been brilliant. So into stoppage time. Uh, France four points, Germany three, Portugal three, Hungary's one is how it will look. Halstenberg with a cross, Sane in the penalty area turns, closed down by Danilo, fired over then from the left-hand side, high and wide, and out, as they'll just eat up a few more seconds, but when you sense that Portugal, if they'd have got a goal back, that, that threat now has subsided with so little time remaining, and the German supporters inside the stadium have acknowledged that now, judging by the way that they're creating the noise that they are. Yeah, the sense that they're there with the three points, and then... They will be very, very confident. All of a sudden, the psychology changes again, so they go from being also rounds in the tournament. You know, people will be talking about being one of the favourites again. It's You can't judge a team on, on one game, and they're a great tournament side, and, and Love's got loads of, of uh, confidence, but 
what's impressed me the most today is the reaction to going to go down could have been the end of the world but they responded superbly well Portugal a testament to the adage it's not how you start it's how you finish if you think back to five years ago we all know about Germany's record when it comes to tournament football and as the German flags are flying in Munich they as a nation will feel a lot more confident about their prospects now after this performance and the manner and how it's been achieved yeah they've played you know some modern games you watch Deno when it's like passive and it's square and it's laborious it's not been like that today at all both teams have played to their strengths Portugal on the counter-attack scoring a great goal but Germany have played with real pace tempo purpose in the passing and scored four very good goals and I'm not surprised at all to see that uh, Robin Gersens has been named man of the match because before he, he went off he was outstanding the left wing back so it's just a question now of seeing out these additional 60 seconds oh Rudiger caught in possession Ronaldo he's got Andre Silva with him Ronaldo into Andre Silva sliding challenge from Ginter punched away by Neuer on the byline but it still goes behind for a, a corner kick but even then they were not allowing Portugal to try and get another goal back Ginter with a last ditch tackle on Andre Silva fantastic defender from Ginter real desire to get across and throw his body for, in for the team blocks an almost certain goal there a sloppy from Germany almost got punished Moutinho then to take the corner kick Moutinho with the corner kick, headed back goalwards, inside the six-yard area was Ronaldo, Muller is back there, still not properly away, Halstenberg has put it behind for another corner, oh no it's not, thought it was a corner kick, Anthony right. Taylor has said a, a goal kick, but it will not matter, because the game of the tournament has finished, and Germany are right back in it, because Group F will go to the wire, Portugal 2, Germany 4, and what a performance. You've been listening to TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. Coming up, we have our third and final match in the day, Spain against Poland. That starts in about an hour from now. TSN Radio, the official home of Euro 2020. Champions live here.